Ezra chapter 3 By the seventh month the Israelites had settled in their towns, and the people assembled as one man in Jerusalem. Then Jeshua, son of Josedek, and his fellow priests, along with Zerubbabel, son of Shealtiel, and his associates, began to build the altar of the God of Israel to sacrifice burnt offerings on it, as it is written in the law of Moses, the man of God. They set up the altar on its foundation and sacrificed burnt offerings on it to the Lord, both the morning and evening burnt offerings, even though they feared the people of the land. They also celebrated the Feast of Tabernacles in accordance with what is written, and they offered burnt offerings daily, based on the number prescribed for each day. After that, they presented the regular burnt offerings and those for new moons and for all the appointed sacred feasts of the Lord, as well as all the freewill offerings brought to the Lord. On the first day of the seventh month, the Israelites began to offer burnt offerings to the Lord, although the foundation of the temple of the Lord had not been laid. They gave money to the masons and carpenters, and food and drink and oil to the people of Sidon and Tyre, to bring cedar logs from Lebanon to Joppa by sea, as authorized by Cyrus, king of Persia. In the second month of the second year after they had arrived at the house of God in Jerusalem, Zerubbabel, son of Shealtiel, Jeshua, son of Josedek, and the rest of their associates, including the priests, the Levites, and all who had returned to Jerusalem from captivity, began the work. They appointed Levites twenty years of age or older to supervise the construction of the house of the Lord. So Jeshua and his sons and brothers, Kadmiel and his sons, descendants of Yehuda, and the sons of Henadad and their sons and brothers, all Levites, joined together to supervise those working on the house of God. When the builders had laid the foundation of the temple of the Lord, the priests in their apparel with trumpets, and the Levites, the sons of Asaph, with cymbals, took their positions to praise the Lord as David king of Israel had prescribed, and they sang responsively with praise and thanksgiving to the Lord. For he is good, for his loving devotion to Israel endures forever. Then all the people gave a great shout of praise to the Lord, because the foundation of the house of the Lord had been laid. But many of the older priests, Levites, and family heads, who had seen the first temple, wept loudly when they saw the foundation of this temple. Still, many others shouted joyfully. The people could not distinguish the shouts of joy from the sound of weeping, because the people were making so much noise, and the sound was heard from afar. Chapter 4 when the enemies of Judah and Benjamin heard that the exiles were building a temple for the Lord, the God of Israel, they approached Zerubbabel and the heads of the families, saying, Let us build with you, because, like you, we seek your God, and have been sacrificing to him since the time of King Asarhaddon of Assyria, who brought us here. But Zerubbabel, Jeshua, and the other heads of the families of Israel replied, You have no part with us in building a house for our God since we alone must build it for the Lord, the God of Israel, as Cyrus, king of Persia, has commanded us. Then the people of the land set out to discourage the people of Judah and make them afraid to build. They hired counselors against them to frustrate their plans throughout the reign of Cyrus, king of Persia, and down to the reign of Darius, king of Persia. At the beginning of the reign of Xerxes, an accusation was lodged against the people of Judah and Jerusalem. And in the days of Artaxerxes, king of Persia, Bishlam, Mithridath, 
Tabil and the rest of his associates wrote a letter to Artaxerxes. It was written in Aramaic and then translated. Rehum the commander and Shimshai the scribe wrote the letter against Jerusalem to King Artaxerxes as follows. From Rehum the commander, Shimshai the scribe, and the rest of their associates, the judges and officials over Tripolis, Persia, Erek, and Babylon, the Elamites of Susa, and the rest of the peoples whom the great and honorable Ashurbanipal deported and settled in the cities of Samaria and elsewhere, west of the Euphrates. This is the text of the letter they sent to him. To King Artaxerxes, from your servants, the men west of the Euphrates, let it be known to the king that the Jews who came from you to us have returned to Jerusalem, and they are rebuilding that rebellious and wicked city, restoring its walls and repairing its foundations. Let it now be known to the king that if that city is rebuilt and its walls are restored, they will not pay tribute, duty, or toll, and the royal treasury will suffer. Now because we are in the service of the palace, and it is not fitting for us to allow the king to be dishonored, we have sent to inform the king that a search should be made of the record books of your fathers. In these books you will discover and verify that the city is a rebellious city, harmful to kings and provinces, inciting sedition from ancient times. That is why this city was destroyed. We advise the king that if this city is rebuilt and its walls are restored, you will have no dominion west of the Euphrates. Then the king sent this reply. To Rehum the commander, Shimshai the scribe, and the rest of your associates living in Samaria and elsewhere in the region west of the Euphrates. Greetings. The letter you sent us has been translated and read in my presence. I issued a decree, and a search was conducted. It was discovered that this city has revolted against kings from ancient times, engaging in rebellion and sedition. And mighty kings have ruled over Jerusalem and exercised authority over the whole region west of the Euphrates, and tribute, duty, and toll were paid to them. Now therefore, issue an order for these men to stop so that this city will not be rebuilt until I so order. See that you do not neglect this matter. Why allow this threat to increase and the royal interests to suffer? When the text of the letter from King Artaxerxes was read to Rehum, Shimshai the scribe, and their associates, they went immediately to the Jews in Jerusalem and forcibly stopped them. Thus the construction of the house of God in Jerusalem ceased, and it remained at a standstill until the second year of the reign of Darius, king of Persia. Chapter 5 Later, the prophets Haggai and Zechariah, son of Edo, prophesied to the Jews in Judah and Jerusalem in the name of the God of Israel, who was over them. Then Zerubbabel, son of Shealtiel, and Jeshua, son of Josedek, rose up and began to rebuild the house of God in Jerusalem, and the prophets of God were with them, helping them. At that time, Tatanai, the governor of the region west of the Euphrates, Shether Bezani and their associates went to the Jews and asked, Who authorized you to rebuild this temple and restore this structure? They also asked, What are the names of the men who are constructing this building? But the eye of their God was on the elders of the Jews, so that they were not stopped until a report was sent to Darius, and written instructions about this matter were returned. This is the text of the letter that Tatanai, the governor of the region west of Euphrates, Shethar, Bezanai, and their associates 
the officials in the region sent to King Darius. The report they sent him read as follows. To King Darius, all peace. Let it be known to the king that we went into the province of Judah, to the house of the great God. The people are rebuilding it with large stones and placing timbers in the walls. This work is being carried out diligently and is prospering in their hands. So we question the elders and ask, Who authorized you to rebuild this temple and restore this structure? We also ask for their names, so that we could write down the names of their leaders for your information. And this is the answer they returned. We are servants of the God of heaven and earth, and we are rebuilding the temple that was built many years ago, which a great king of Israel built and completed. But since our fathers angered the God of heaven, he delivered them into the hand of Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon, the Chaldean who destroyed this temple and carried away the people to Babylon. In his first year, however, Cyrus king of Babylon issued a decree to rebuild this house of God. He also removed from the temple of Babylon the gold and silver articles belonging to the house of God, which Nebuchadnezzar had taken and carried there from the temple in Jerusalem. King Cyrus gave these articles to a man named Sheshbazar, whom he appointed governor and instructed, Take these articles, put them in the temple in Jerusalem, and let the house of God be rebuilt on its original site. So this Sheshbazar came and laid the foundation of the house of God in Jerusalem, and from that time until now it has been under construction, but it has not yet been completed. Now therefore, if it pleases the king, let a search be made of the royal archives in Babylon to see if King Cyrus did indeed issue a decree to rebuild the house of God in Jerusalem. Then let the king send us his decision in this matter. Chapter 6 Thus King Darius ordered a search of the archives stored in the treasury of Babylon, and a scroll was found in the fortress of Ecbatana, in the province of Media, with the following written on it. Memorandum In the first year of King Cyrus, he issued a decree concerning the house of God in Jerusalem. Let the house be rebuilt as a place for offering sacrifices, and let its foundations be firmly laid. It is to be sixty cubits high and sixty cubits wide, with three layers of cut stones and one of timbers. The costs are to be paid from the royal treasury. Furthermore, the gold and silver articles of the house of God, which Nebuchadnezzar took from the temple in Jerusalem and carried to Babylon, must also be returned to the temple in Jerusalem and deposited in the house of God. Therefore Darius decreed, To Tatanai, governor of the region west of the Euphrates, Shethar Bazanai, and your associates and officials in the region. You must stay away from that place. Leave this work on the house of God alone. Let the governor and elders of the Jews rebuild this house of God on its original site. I hereby decree what you must do for these elders of the Jews who are rebuilding this house of God. The cost is to be paid in full to these men from the royal treasury out of the taxes of the provinces west of the Euphrates, so that the work will not be hindered. Whatever is needed, young bulls, rams, and lambs for burnt offerings to the God of heaven, as well as wheat, salt, wine, and oil, as requested by the priests in Jerusalem, must be given to them daily without fail. Then they will be able to offer sacrifices of a sweet aroma to the God of heaven and to pray for the lives of the king and his sons. 
I also decree that if any man interferes with this directive, a beam is to be torn from his house and raised up, and he is to be impaled on it. And his own house shall be made a pile of rubble for this offense. May God, who has caused his name to dwell there, overthrow any king or people who lifts a hand to alter this decree or to destroy this house of God in Jerusalem. I, Darius, have issued the decree. Let it be carried out with diligence. In response, Tetanai, the governor of the region west of the Euphrates, Shetharbazani, and their associates diligently carried out what King Darius had decreed. So the Jewish elders built and prospered through the prophesying of Haggai the prophet and Zechariah son of Edo. They finished building according to the command of the God of Israel and the decrees of Cyrus, Darius, and Artaxerxes, kings of Persia. And this temple was completed on the third day of the month of Adar, in the sixth year of the reign of King Darius. Then the people of Israel, the priests, the Levites, and the rest of the exiles celebrated the dedication of the house of God with joy. For the dedication of the house of God, they offered a hundred bulls, two hundred rams, four hundred lambs, and a sin offering for all Israel of twelve male goats, one for each tribe of Israel. They also appointed the priests by their divisions and the Levites by their groups to the service of God in Jerusalem, according to what is written in the book of Moses. On the fourteenth day of the first month, the exiles kept the Passover. All the priests and Levites had purified themselves and were ceremonially clean. And the Levites slaughtered the Passover lamb for all the exiles, for their priestly brothers, and for themselves. The Israelites who had returned from exile ate it, together with all who had separated themselves from the uncleanness of the peoples of the land to seek the Lord, the God of Israel. For seven days they kept the Feast of Unleavened Bread with joy, because the Lord had made them joyful and turned the heart of the king of Assyria toward them to strengthen their hands and the work on the house of the God of Israel. Chapter 7 Many years later, during the reign of Artaxerxes, king of Persia, Ezra, son of Zeraiah, the son of Azariah, the son of Hilkiah, the son of Shalom, the son of Zadok, the son of Ahitub, the son of Amariah, the son of Azariah, the son of Marioth, the son of Zerahiah, the son of Uzi, the son of Buki, the son of Abishua, the son of Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron the chief priest, this Ezra came up from Babylon. He was a scribe's guild in the law of Moses, which the Lord, the God of Israel, had given. The king had granted Ezra all his requests, for the hand of the Lord his God was upon him. So in the seventh year of King Artaxerxes, he went up to Jerusalem with some of the Israelites, including priests, Levites, singers, gatekeepers, and temple servants. Ezra arrived in Jerusalem in the fifth month of the seventh year of the king. He had begun the journey from Babylon on the first day of the first month, and he arrived in Jerusalem on the first day of the fifth month, for the gracious hand of his God was upon him. For Ezra had set his heart to study the law of the Lord, to practice it, and to teach its statutes and ordinances in Israel. This is the text of the letter King Artaxerxes had given to Ezra the priest and scribe, an expert in the commandments and statutes of the Lord to Israel. Artaxerxes, king of kings, to Ezra the priest, 
the scribe of the law of the God of heaven. Greetings. I hereby decree that any volunteers among the Israelites in my kingdom, including the priests and Levites, may go up with you to Jerusalem. You are sent by the king and his seven counselors to evaluate Judah and Jerusalem according to the law of your God, which is in your hand. Moreover, you are to take with you the silver and gold that the king and his counselors have freely offered to the God of Israel, whose dwelling is in Jerusalem. Together with all the silver and gold you may find in all the province of Babylon, as well as the freewill offerings of the people and priests to the house of their God in Jerusalem. With this money, therefore, you are to buy as many bulls, rams, and lambs as needed, together with their grain offerings and drink offerings, and offer them on the altar at the house of your God in Jerusalem. You and your brothers may do whatever seems best with the rest of the silver and gold, according to the will of your God. You must deliver to the God of Jerusalem all the articles given to you for the service of the house of your God. And if anything else is needed for the house of your God that you may have occasion to supply, you may pay for it from the royal treasury. I, King Artaxerxes, decree to all the treasurers west of the Euphrates, whatever Ezra the priest, the scribe of the law of the God of heaven, may require of you, it must be provided promptly up to a hundred talents of silver, a hundred cores of wheat, a hundred baths of wine, a hundred baths of olive oil, and salt without limit. Whatever is commanded by the God of heaven must be done diligently for his house. For why should wrath fall on the realm of the king and his sons? And be advised that you have no authority to impose tribute, duty, or toll on any of the priests, Levites, singers, doorkeepers, temple servants, or other servants of this house of God. And you, Ezra, according to the wisdom of your God which you possess, are to appoint magistrates and judges to judge all the people west of the Euphrates, all who know the laws of your God. And you are to teach these laws to anyone who does not know them. If anyone does not keep the law of your God and the law of the king, let a strict judgment be executed against him, whether death, banishment, confiscation of property, or imprisonment. Blessed be the Lord, the God of our fathers, who has put into the heart of the king to so honor the house of the Lord in Jerusalem, and who has shown me favor before the king, his counselors, and all his powerful officials. And because the hand of the Lord my God was upon me, I took courage and gathered the leaders of Israel to return with me.